Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Prayers podcast. And today we have Uakan <laughs> Som. Oh, sorry, Som. <laughs> you know her as Som, so uh, on a podcast today. Welcome. Hey, Som. Hey, Som. Hi. Hello. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming cool. on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So you're in New York right now, huh? Yeah. It Permanently? I'm not sure about that, but for the foreseeable future, yes. And mm-hmm. it, is, it is a place to be right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, what, what's the situation like on the ground? Well, Must be pretty hectic, crazy, huh? It is pretty hectic. Um, so in terms of the protests, they're just like yesterday, there must have been like 500 people walking down my street, oh. all like going towards the bridge. And this has happened mm. like a couple days in a row now. Um, mm. it, in terms of the violence, it, it's, mm. it's actually not that bad. Um, if you guys remember, like, in high school, the mm-hmm. like, those yeah. protests mm-hmm. where, like, 90% of it was peop- peaceful, just people, like, walking mm-hmm. and shouting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the 10% is, like, people who were instigated by police or something. It's kind of the same here where, like, it, especially in the day, it's all peaceful. People mm-hmm. are just walking and shouting and demonstrating. Mm-hmm. But then, like, at night when the police kind of gets fed up, like, someone mm-hmm. might throw a water bottle and then they'll start mm. charging at them. They'll Whoa. take that as like a violent act against police or something. It's Where is this? Where do you live? It's in New Sorry? York. I, I live in the Lower um, East Side. Brooklyn? Oh, you're Lower East Side. Oh, where in the Lower East Side? I live on the corner of uh, Orchard and Broom. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Orchard Bro- that's actually... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Jitsu. No, actually, um, I, 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 used to, uh, I used to live on 13th and 3rd Avenue. 13th Street and um, 3rd was Avenue. Was that by Sci-town? Town? Yeah, Sci-town, yeah. exactly. I lived in Sci-town. Do you remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, me and Irvi, we went over to your yes, apartment, yes. like, winter yes. break or something. The rat's and nest, you, yes. Oh, my God. And, like, the insomnia cookies didn't come for, like, three hours. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's oh, typical. Wow. That's okay. typical. Sorry, guys. Inside, oh, you know, is, is New that, Yorker is, thing. Is that the place where um, every Hollywood disaster movie starts or where aliens Yes, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that literally every every time a city gets destroyed, it's you know it starts New York in first. New York. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, or LA. So, but so even oh, that's true. So, or LA. So even in the Lower East Side, you there's some um, unrest going on, a political unrest. It's a lot of demonstrating. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. the Lower East Side is pretty white, so there's yeah. not a lot of just. Do you, like yeah. a, not there's not as much as say like Flatbush or Crown Heights. Mm-hmm. So if for people who like don't know New York geography, like Manhattan's yeah. an island, and then yeah. if you go mm-hmm. to the east, there's another island called Long Island that is mm-hmm. obviously very long. The worst but place that's on where, earth. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a different topic. But like yeah, that's yeah. where <laughs> no, I'm joking. And Brooklyn is, yeah, and like yeah. a lot of protests has been happening there, mm-hmm. and like actually like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifth Avenue and Times Square, like there's been a mm. lot of protests there too, and Union Square, and wow. it's just like reading the news every night is just not a fun. So you time. mostly stay home, right? Because because it's so interesting to see the protests um like layered over this um COVID pandemic, right? Like it, before, yeah. yeah. 
It was pretty yeah. quiet in New York before the protest broke out? Yeah, it was pretty quiet. I mean, there were definitely some people who were flaunting the social distancing laws, yeah. uh, not laws, but yeah. like guidelines. So like there was already worry of like a second wave pandemic. Yeah. And now that there is more protesters, Man. it just mm. goes on top of it of like, you know, Man. they're screaming and shouting and like when the police shoot tear gas at them, they're coughing, yeah. they're sneezing, like those droplets, like, you know, it, so, it, it's a scary time. Yeah. So, um, so you mentioned like at night, that's when things get a little bit, um, violent. Has there been, because of, you said like police instigated a little bit because they can get a little bit, got, they got tired of the situation, right? Yeah, fed up, right? Has there been any looting that you have seen or? Mm. Not around where I live. Um, okay. but I have seen pictures of Soho, which is like, five blocks from where i live where like the front stores have been smashed and stuff like that um but it's also like in the morning people go and like clean up the glass and like help clean up the sidewalk and stuff and that's what you don't see wow yeah i i've seen um videos where there are people lined up um in front of stores because like they don't want people to to loot Mm. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Those protesters, yeah. Yeah, I think it was in Seattle where like videos of people looting have all been people who weren't attached to the Black Lives Matter protesters. They're just like mm-hmm. random people who like go and use it as cover to start looting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and to discredit, reports, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There was also reports of like white supremacists who like mm. instigating violence so that it would get bad media coverage. It's I don't know how true that is, but I've like read reports about it, and it's something's just wait, not wait. right. So, Poom, before you kind of um, get into that rabbit hole, I wanted to ask. Um, yeah. So, um, so you're on the ground in New York right now, right? So, I, I wanted to ask, what's the general mood from mm. the people, um, like the vibe that you're getting right now? Is it just protesting for the sake of protests, or do you actually feel something different this time around? Like like actual anger or people just fed up with, you know, like the authorities of the police with all this injustice going on? Oh, I definitely feel like it's different. It's, Mm. there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of history to the anger. Like if we're not Mm. just talking about like police brutality here, there's people are protesting about like how there's like mass incarceration for black Mm. people, how like the drug on wars has like disproportionately affected people mm. of color right. um it's just like there's so many things that goes on top of like the, yeah, i can get into things about like redlining about how mm. there's like systematic disadvantages for like people mm. who are in public schools because like you know poor communities don't have as much tax money so they never get as good of an education it's there's so many systematic yeah. things that's just people place, are fed yeah. up about it it's mm. wrong yeah. and it's it's something that hasn't changed in like a hundred years yeah and and if i may like before the um sort of protest broke out how hard was new york hit by like economically during the pandemic during the shutdown because that that must have been like it's been a crazy few months right in new york <laughs> like first you get hit with this like total um like what was it statewide or was it citywide lockdown like it statewide was, right it started state it was statewide um, and yeah. then citywide, 
yeah. in terms of economics, like so many stores have shut down, so many yeah. restaurants. Like there are some who are still like takeout only and things, but like you're never gonna mm. get as much people who like want of to course. go outside. Like the problem with the economy right now is not like you can pump as much money into the stimulus bill, but people don't have yeah. the demand. They just like don't want to go out and buy stuff. That's just not yeah. what's on their mind right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, it's a it's a rough time for for New York and yeah. for America. Well, I guess it kind of makes sense when Hollywood kind of portrays New York as the epicenter mm. for disasters for a lot of okay. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got that right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the gateway, right? Like a lot of a lot of. It's like the the base the two funnels of the U.S. are L.A. and New York, right? Both um, coasts, because mm, it's like true, the main yeah. entryway to the country. Like if you want to yeah. go to the country, chances are you're gonna pass through LAX or JFK, right? Yeah. right? It's like, yeah. And yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, like when yeah. you were here, Poom, it's like you yeah. could feel the diversity just like walking down oh, the yeah. street. It's yeah. so that's why, like if you go, yeah. yeah. I like I miss Thailand like crazy. Mm-hmm. But like New York has also just become like my second home. Like you go to Queens oh, yeah. and like there's like 50 languages being spoken on the subway. Yeah. It's oh. insane. I love it. Like people yeah. from all over live in like one bureau and it's so cool yeah. and like such a privilege to be in that environment. Nerd trivia. I think um, Queens actually has the highest um, concentration of like languages or dialects oh, in the yeah. world. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah uh, anyways, yeah. that's a <laughs> that's a random side note. But to to your to your end or to your point, I think that there is something magical about New York, and that's why I was so freaking shocked when I saw the Amy Cooper and the Christian Cooper, the bird watching. Oh my god! Yeah. I was so shocked. I was like, that happened in New York. That I, that lady that was working at like after. a consultant. Really? Yeah. I saw it the day after on like, Twitter, what? and like yeah. the outrage was just like immense. Mm. Just. Oh like, man, you would never she had think to. It would happen yeah. here. Exactly, yeah. but, like, especially in New York. Yeah, it's just like, you know, there's a thought that went through me that like, even though I think this place might be super liberal, it's you can't be complacent. Mm. Like, it exactly. it may be like a nascent thing that they have yeah. in their subconscious, but the fact yeah. that it's there is a problem. Yeah, and people people can just live there without having to express their you know deep feelings right because i actually think that her sort of brand of racism wasn't actually like subconscious it was actually pretty conscious like she was using it to you know oh, leverage yeah, sure. yeah but but i get i totally get your point though that you know it might seem liberal but it's not always but also there are one-offs everywhere right poom didn't you mention yeah, exactly. that you got called a chick motherfucker in new york <laughs> yes. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's i mean true. It, it happens it happens it happens if, if you live in new york long enough it, it has to happen at some point you know yeah. it's just like old people and stuff I've had some Wait, so, sorry sorry yeah. yeah so remember when when we were having lunch with irvi and was was it at this like cafe and this like random homeless looking um dude just walked up to our table and 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 took a chair do you remember that was that with you no that was with duong i remember that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. with duong too right okay like he just like we were sitting so, so guys we were sitting on the sidewalk right like just a normal cafe in new york sunny day it's it's like chill right this dude dressed in all black but like in a homeless way, just walks up to us, takes the chair, drags it across the street, 
like puts it in the Whoa. middle of the street and just leaves and just shouts like race racial slurs or something like you motherfucker something like that i, I don't remember what he said but oh, that's what? like and 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 the whole cafe was just like this is the most new york thing we've seen in a while <laughs> like that's so new york it's just so yeah. so random but yeah yeah hey some um so yeah just touching on what poom just said so recently through the um covid-19 crisis like we've read that there were a lot of anti-Asian sentiment that was mm. going on in the U.S. Did you, Great point. yeah, did you ever like experience any of that? Like during the pandemic or before that? Uh, so just so you know, there's a helicopter outside my house. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I think it is, That's or fine. it's a very large yeah. truck. Um, but in terms of that, during that pandemic itself, I think I was privileged enough to be able to stay inside. So for right. me, I didn't like face yeah. that much racism because I didn't mm. have to go meet face to face with people. But mm. in terms of before that, like I've I've had some like you know interesting encounters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like the most relevant to me was when I was like still going on first dates. A lot mm-hmm. of the times I would meet men who very clearly had yellow fever. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry, can, can you explain? I, I, I am not. It, it, it's like white men who really, really, really love Asians in like a creepy way. Like on the <laughs> okay. date, they would call me like. They call it yellow fever? Yeah, yeah, they call it yellow yeah, fever, dude. Yellow you know why? Yeah, they, why? Yeah. The Ruth, because the, there's another version of that that's more, even more racist. Um, the the, have you heard of jungle fever? <laughs> oh wow! It's it, it, anyways. It's it's just it's the roots of yellow fever come from like a very like derogatory like jungle fever. Anyways, yeah, keep going. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So funny. like it was very clear that I was like a conquest to them. So they would call uh, me like mm-hmm. exotically beautiful, or like they would like put on all these stereotypes about Asian women like oh like you must be so obedient and passive and like <laughs> or like wow. I don't know the ones I've gone for like you that must be sounds... super kinky and I'm like oh my god <laughs> that sounds like such a fantasy for them like ah oh. yeah hey, it like um... puts puts me in a box it, I mean obviously no. I never went back on dates with them but it was just sort of like yeah. okay this is the shit I face yeah Hey, Sum, also, you don't have to mute your mic all the time. We can um, we can erase the sound through noise reduction, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. because you oh. yeah, you had to go back and forth. It's... Yeah, and it's it also kind of adds a, like, an interesting, like, layer, too, because, like, it's a very real thing, you know? It reminds us that it's actually real right now. So you, you have helicopters flying outside, like, monitoring the protests? Yesterday was pretty much all night. Oh. Wow. And layer yeah. on top the constant like sirens that you hear, right? Yeah, I, I mean like the side. sirens. Yeah. It's I mean like you know when you're in New York, you hear sirens yeah. all the time, and all you get time. used to yeah. that. But then when you add that. helicopters on top of it, it's yeah. just like a, a different level. So like For I'm not sure. sure if you heard the news last night, but like so the yeah. protesters who were in Brooklyn, like obviously not everyone lives in Brooklyn, they were like yeah. walking over the Manhattan Bridge to come back, and they got fucking trapped on the bridge 
and the police Whoa. like at both ends wouldn't let them out. And so I think they were there for like three hours before like the Brooklyn side finally like opened up and people like walked back. Like thank Wait, goodness is this, there was which British is this Williamsburg? Manhattan Bridge. Oh, the Manhattan Bridge. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that so, sucks. Yeah, and so like so thankful that like there was like no violence that happened because it was like on a bridge. Like you know, yeah. like you push and shove, someone might like fall a hundred feet, yeah. and that's like instant yeah. death. Yeah. But yeah, so stuff like that has been so, happening. So, like, without getting too political, can, um, I, I wanted to hear your opinion on, like, what could have what could have happened to avoid the current situation we're in right now that you feel? Oh, which man. situation? Like, now? um, yeah. <laughs> which, which like, like, you mean, like, protests or COVID? Yeah, or? yeah, especially, co- um, well, like, everything right now. Whoa, okay. Like under the current, you know, <laughs> oh, Trump administration. Um, there is no I easy mean, answer. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, having a competent leader would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like um, it's something I observed. But if you look at like the five top nations, well, not top, but like the large nations, like the U.S., Brazil, yeah. Britain, yeah. Putin, they're all run by like mm-hmm. people who are anti-establishment, anti-science. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's something I feel like is kind of a pattern, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But like, if you look at other places that are run by people who, you know, have more of their ears to the ground and like listens mm-hmm. to medical and like scientific advice, like mm-hmm. if you're just talking about the coronavirus, they have like much less of a record and much less deaths i the u.s has like surpassed a hundred thousand people mark like i think two weeks ago now in terms of the protests like oh my god the history of racism in the united states is like in the founding fathers like literally in the founding fathers so Mm -hmm. it it's not an easy problem like you can't say just like yeah. slap on this legislation and everything's going to change yeah. like they tried to do that with the civil acts right and like you know racism still happens yeah. it's yeah, it's a dialogue true. and it's like it's an educational process that yeah. has to you know adapt to so many more things like it's not an easy problem and mm-hmm. unfortunately that's just the correct answer um so can we focus a little bit um on like if the protests actually didn't happen before we talked like we would have actually asked about covid right because that's a huge that's been a huge um topic right so how what what was that like living because you were in new york this entire time right like since how many months have you been in new york or how many years i've been in new york since 2017 and you haven't Mm. left at all no wow so man what what like the past six months what was that like like to see it uh, to see it unfold to see your normal life be disrupted so much like was it scary like it must have been super scary right being the epicenter of COVID at, at a, one point I think for like a week for me it was so scary mm-hmm. and then like only a week <laughs> yeah. I I can I'll explain later but like yeah. Things that are out of my control, I feel mm-hmm. like 
I've come much more to terms with. Mm-hmm. And what the thought that went through my head, honestly, between like January and February, as like you know, mm-hmm. China and Europe was going through this, yeah. was that okay? It's not a matter of if it comes to New York; mm-hmm. it's when. Right, it's inevitable. Yeah. Like you said it yourself, like New York is like yeah. the gateway to yeah. most of the U.S. I would say. Yeah. And yeah. so it it was an inevitable process that I came to terms with before it even came to New York. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when it did come, it was terrifying because you hear reports of like thousands of people dying every day. And like e, there was a New York Times video of like they showed this video of this hospital who ran out of morgue space. So they had to like rent out like refrigerated trucks to put bodies oh. in. Yeah. It it got really bad. And in terms of my life, it was strange that it was such an easy process for me. Mm. Cuz like mm, I work in, I work in technology. I work in software. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. we already had systems put up of like okay, if you're sick, you can mm. work from home because there's a VPN and yeah. you can like log into the office computer and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's great. But yeah. You know, there has been so many more people who are not as lucky as I have. Like, people, so many mm-hmm. people have lost jobs. Like, so many people have mm-hmm. lost their jobs. Um, and right now, there is an eviction moratorium, which means that landlords can't kick you out. But like, yeah, that's How long expiring. Will it I think yeah. the end of June. And people who don't have a job, how would they pay rent? Like, yeah. after you know, there was going to be like an eviction landslide coming mm-hmm. very, very soon just because like the economics of it is, yeah. yeah. It's going to be rough for a while. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's, I have a weird feeling that it might get worse, right? Because factor in the protests and factor in like the sudden flooding of like not non-social distancing, right? Like social gathering. Like it seems like it would get worse. So I'm not yeah. sure if like New York City has built up enough of a herd immunity to, to, to not have a huge spike. But I mean, like, what are your sort of thoughts about the impending future? Like, are you still, um, do you have any contingency, like backup plans? Or are you still planning to stay in New York and see how it plays out? Is there like a threshold in which you, you feel like unsafe in the city? Or are you, haven't you, like, you haven't thought about that yet? Uh, in terms of staying in the city like I'm definitely staying in the city um Mm -hmm. I'm actually gonna become a full-time student again I got accepted to um, grad school at NYU oh congratulations (laughs) awesome wait that's awesome yeah I'm going to I'm gonna do um it's called integrated digital media at Mm. the Tandon engineering school so they study oh so Brooklyn yeah I'll be in Brooklyn wait so Um, nice let's um sorry to cut you off but um, can we work up to that um, graduate school thing? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Where where yeah. were you before, and what are you yeah, doing yeah, now, yeah. and why are you? Uh, going yeah, to yeah, that, that's, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so right now, I work as a, a UX designer um, at a mm. software company that does digital experience monitoring. So basically, we help companies monitor their internet soft like internet infrastructure and mm. do like risk management of like servers and stuff 
So I designed the mm -hmm. software that like actually monitors that. So you studied been... um, computer science? I did. I studied computer science. Um, Where? I, in Rochester. It's like mm -hmm. okay. the most, think of Canada and the US <laughs> and like I'm right on the border. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's so in New York though, right? New York State? It is, it's New York State. It's just like very, very oh, okay. upstate. Yeah. yeah. Very upstate. Yeah. Um, but I've been working as a UX designer now for like three years mm -hmm. and I love it. Like it's definitely the job that I want to do for the rest of my life. But Whoa. the reason, I mean, there's two reasons I'm going back to school. The, mm -hmm. One of the big reasons is that like, if you know about the H-1B work visa, like my yeah. visa mm -hmm. expired. And so like, because oh. the lottery system in the U.S. runs on like the visa system in the U.S. runs on the lottery. I didn't get the mm -hmm. lottery, so I had applied to grad school as a backup. Uh, but like oh, another, so you're three years, right? You're three years, right? Yeah, my three years up, uh, and so going back to grad school. But like another reason of going back to grad school is that I never studied UX. Like I learned everything on the job, <laughs> and mm -hmm. so wow. it got to a yeah. I every, like it got to a point in my career where like everyone else on my team has a master's degree and I have no mm -hmm. idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, this is a good time to go back to That's school. True. And Smart this was work. before like the whole economic crash too. So it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, maybe this is actually a very good time to go back <laughs> to school. Yeah. Wait, so um, part-time? Sorry. Uh, no, I'll be full-time at okay, cool, uh, cool. NYU. But then I'll probably cool, be cool, working cool. at NYU too. Mm -hmm. Oh, program, okay. Or... What is it? Is it a one-year program? So it's a two-year program. Yeah, okay. they have a bunch of um, research initiatives for like designing educational tools for kids, which is kind of like if oh. that's my ultimate dream, I would love to like design toys to like help educate kids, and so I would yeah. love to like join that research group. Oh. Yeah, that space is really really um, booming right now, right? Especially like the like. So what, 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 what do you usually, like, what's your job description when it comes to UX? Because I think some of our listeners, some of our friends uh, might not be familiar with what that entails. So, yeah. So it's essentially, <laughs> I like to call it like you're asked to be a professional mind reader because <laughs> it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you do is that, okay, so say you are an e-commerce program yeah. and you sell mm -hmm. dog food or whatever. You want to design a website or a platform that will enable people to buy as many dog food as you want. So you have to first like research who are these use who are these people who will buy dog food. You have to understand their behaviors. You have to understand their spending habits. You have to understand their like the demographics of like are they tech savvy? Do they see advertisements on TV and things like that? And like putting all of that knowledge, you have to design like okay, like, what should the landing page look like? How should the, of, how should the product be advertised? How should yeah. they be able to navigate through this website? Like, what sort of information do they want to see? And then mm -hmm. like, okay, if they're going to buy it, like, should they buy in bulk? Should they buy only one bag? Yeah. Do they want samples? It's, you, you kind of think about the entire process and the entire experience and you decide experience. Yeah. So you, basically that you're sounds... making an, make it easy, like an app, easy to use, right? Like making it um, flow, making it nice to look at, making it um, like uh, easy to use basically. Yeah, so it's like, you know, there's a reason why Instagram is so addictive. 
it's designed mm-hmm. to be addictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, it sounds like you learned a lot on the job. <laughs> so you I did. Nothing about yeah. that. You did a really good job learning that stuff out on the job. <laughs> Thank you. I had some internships that helped, but yeah, like most of the stuff I learned about user experience design was at my internships and on the job. I spent a lot mm. of nights YouTubing. To be honest. Wow. Yeah, YouTube University. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> right, so then uh, you worked up to your masters. Sorry, we were going to talk about. Yeah. We're going to yeah. come back, circle back to this, right? So, yeah. what are your plans um, for the masters? You said you were going to work at NYU um, during your studies, and then what's yeah. the plan post masters? So. Yes, I'm going to work at NYU. I've already like reached out to a bunch of research groups. So they mm-hmm. said that openings will come back up in like August. So I should email mm-hmm. them back there and they'll probably have a job for me. So Eight? I have like a couple places that have already said yes. Um, yeah. And in terms of post-grad school, that one's a little murky. Like the current company I work with says I have a standing mm-hmm. offer. So if I want to come back, I could just come back. Um, but if I wanted to like look into other industries, like that might be something interesting too. So I've worked Mm -hmm. in like the company I worked before this company was like big data analytics, which is kind of like hedge funny thing. Um, so I've worked in a lot of more enterprise and like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say like soul sucking, but like very like financially <laughs> yeah. driven places. Yeah. So I would yeah. love to like work at something a little bit more, I don't Purposeful. know, fulfilling. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the, one of the dream jobs I have is like working for like Khan Academy. Oh yeah. Who, oh, like, that's oh. a really good one. Yeah. yeah okay. They provide oh. like free education online. Um, I mean, we all use yeah we all use yeah Yeah. or like google has a education division that like makes uh tools for teachers which i thought was super Mm. interesting too Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like the future is a little bit murkier kind of like the two-year plan is where i'm comfortable with and Mm -hmm. i know what i'm doing what about visas have you what's yeah that like (laughs) because So Tough I mean, question, like, once right? you're a master, yeah, once you're a master's and you graduate, you can work in the U.S. If you're in like a science field or an engineering field, you yeah, can work up yeah, to STEM. three years. Yeah. Really, so they give STEM. you an additional three years after you already spent your three oh, years. No, no, no. So in total, three years. Oh wait, so so if you already spent your three years post like undergrad, can you, you still get another three years? Yeah, it's renewed. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. You gotta oh. read the law, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Just just because, like, I I went straight to masters after undergrad, right? So I didn't have an opportunity to use those three years. So when I was doing my masters, I was like, oh, I guess I only have three years. But you could extend it to six years, basically, like total, right? If you had spaced it out more, like you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. So I, cool. I'm like trying to optimize this as much as possible. No, no, no. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So what's the plan um, after that? U.S. citizen? Uh, Yo, that's you gonna get that ring soon? <laughs> 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 no, no, just where? 
I hope you don't mind us asking just because one of our, one of the main pieces of feedback that we got from our survey was, was, was asking for love life. Yeah. Asking for more um, updates on the love life. Oh my God. Oh, actually let's, um, let's take a break and then we can get back into this. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good, nice cliffhanger there, pretty. (laughs) Stay tuned guys. Cool. 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 Mr. Moderator. Let's go. All right, so a more wholesome food experience, if you want, would be Munchie 101. That will be Amy's um, bakery. Go check out their Instagram, munchie.101, and order them cupcakes, brownies, whatever you want, chocolate chip cookies. Zach can attest to those. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. And... Welcome back to the Thoughts and Prayers podcast. Nice. 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 Quite smooth there. (laughs) You're not making it any better. (laughs) That was a legitimate compliment, though. Considering there's like like a helicopter behind you, right? Uh, Well, uh, okay, so we left off. With your love life, song, you want to continue on that wee, a little bit? Because it ties in with your visa and your whole, yeah. you know, U.S. life. And to question. make Rina a little happy. Yeah, yeah, oh. exactly. Always to make Rina happy. Yeah. Well, what do you guys want to know? Like, what's, so you've yeah. been... What's, what's going on right now? Relationship? Uh, I am dating someone. Yes, for well, a long time. Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> why, why was there I, I just, like a question? I just don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I don't know how you want me to explain it. All right, um, <laughs> so just, like, we can start with like, how did you guys yeah. meet? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I guess like kind of the way most people meet these days, we met online. Tinder? Oh, nice. No. We met on Bumble. Oh, uh, that's, okay. That's, What's so that? You had to. You have to initiate that first, then. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so Whoa. Um, Wait, yeah. you know about that international app? Jinsu, I think it is international. Whoa, whoa! Why are you asking, bro? Asking for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, essentially the app is like you know it's kind of like Tinder, but mm. only like the girls get to in, uh, initiate the conversations mm. first. And so he had a picture of a dog, which I found out later was his roommate, which is fine because we're still friends with his roommate. So I see the dog all the time. Um, And I just, yeah, I was like, I like your dogs. And I think he had a quote about how like humans don't deserve dog because all they do is love humans. And sometimes humans can be very cruel. So I was like, yes, I agree with that. Um, um, Was this after meeting all those um? Tinder boys who had yellow fever? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, I would say there's a very clear, like, demographic that's on Bumble and very clear demographic that's on Tinder. Oh, so. you know, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Poop can attest. So, um, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Oh, yo, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. Oh, my, my girlfriend does listen to these. <laughs> 
no, no, shout out, shout out. <laughs> no, no. You, you hear the anxiety in my voice oh, now, right? Yo, no, yo, yo. She's, she's cool. She's cool. She's cool. No, no, but so, so like how, so how did the relationship go from there? Like, do you guys just started dating and then it, like, how long have you guys been dating? Uh, we celebrated two years in April. Oh, oh that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we currently yeah. live together in uh, the oh, Lower East nice. Side. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Yes. What does he do? Does he work in a similar field? No, he's a uh, construction engineer. So mm-hmm. oh. he does um, like, well, you know, I don't really know what he does. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. <laughs> I, I, I see what him projects? modeling buildings all the time. And he's running calculations on like, I think yesterday he was doing earthquake forces, something oh. like that. That's kind of um, cool. But yeah, it is very cool. So like the project he's on right now um, is uh, LaGuardia Airport. Oh, wow. So he's working on LaGuardia Airport. Yeah. Well, they're, I think they're... that's about to wrap up, actually. Oh, really? Are they almost done with that? No I think way. One one terminal is almost done. Really? Don't worry about that. So yeah. explaining to the people, people that don't know. Um, <laughs> so New York has three airports, right? New York has three Two. airports, right? New York is in New Jersey. Okay, fine, fine. New York, New York yeah, technically, New York is in New Jersey. <laughs> but it's close enough and, yeah. you know, anyways. LaGuardia but, um, is like LaGuardia, the Don Muang. Yeah, it's, oh. it, exactly. That's a great way to put it. LaGuardia is Don Muang. And it's pretty bad. Or it was pretty bad, right? Yeah. I mean, the new was, building looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the new one looks awesome. But the old one was, oof. So so, how long have you have you guys been um, staying together, living together? We moved in together this past October. Oh, okay. Oh wow! So immediately you moved in, and COVID. Now- yeah, <laughs> we were talking about that. We were just saying like, wow, had we not moved in, we would still be like, like commuting over the Brooklyn Bridge, not Brooklyn Bridge, yeah. like Williamsburg Bridge every day to see each other. So like, thank God we moved in together. Yeah. How, how is that like to be just pent in there with another person all the time? Though? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's a well, nice word, pent in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's it a is nice a pandemic and then if you yeah, are in true, quarantine, true. so. I yeah, think, yeah. yeah, well for us, it's been great. Because I feel like, yeah. well, my opinion is that like, if you are pet, if you live with someone and you can't stand them, it's more of a problem than just because you're living together. Mm, uh, yeah. But that's just my opinion. But for mm-hmm. us, it's been great because like we have always been able to like function independently. So like even if we're in mm-hmm. a room together and completely silent for like six hours, we're like totally <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. For us, it's just been super nice to just, like, have someone to, like, at the end of the work day to be able to just, like, turn on some music and, like, cook with each other and then, like, watch a TV show or, like, play play video games and, like, just, like, go to bed and start all over again. It, yeah. it, it, it like, gives a routine to the day. And, like, if you need a break, you just, like, go over and give each other a hug and stuff. It's, it's, been, it's been a simple life. <laughs> Yeah, so far. It's probably better than being alone during lockdown, right? I mean, having yeah, a I, other probably is a good it, emotional support. Yeah, like, 
I'm a very strong advocate for mental health. And that was like one of the things I was worried about too. Like I have a bunch of friends who like were living alone, who were like not doing very well. Um, And, you know, you like Mm -hmm. call in on them and you check in on them. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, Mm -hmm. look at this like awesome song that I found on Spotify. Like let's listen together and like talk about it and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just Mm -hmm. showing that you care. I feel like helps a lot. Mm -hmm. So it, it's been rough on a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And I've just been very lucky. Is there any um, special activities that you guys both took up together? Like after the pandemic? Um, let me think. We cook a lot more now. Like oh. we would, Thai we, food? Like, thai food. We Does he like Thai food? He loves Thai food. Like, I mean, you I can't was, hate Thai food, right? I, I know. That was like... I think one of the first questions I asked on our first date, I think it was like, what do you think about Thai food? Like, oh yeah, I love it. I'm like, thank God. It's going to be a problem. Mm. Um, yeah, that first date was kind of almost a disaster. Oh, uh, really? Why? So like, I, I had asked him out. I was like, okay, like some Sunday, do you want to go get brunch or something? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, like, let's do noon. Like, you know, it's a good time. If, like, I didn't like him, I guess I could have, like, been, like, oh, I have to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, I have an errand to run. And so I'm, like, all right, it'll be noon. And so I woke up at Sunday and maybe, like, 10.30. And I'm, like, oh, okay, I have a little bit more time. I'll just, like, sleep a little bit more. And then I woke mm. up at 12.30. And <laughs> my text was, like, filled with him, like, hey, I'm about to arrive. Hey, I'm here. Hey, are you still coming? And this was at so I'm already half an hour late, and I'm like, oh my god. So I text him yeah. back like, this never happens. I'm on my way. I'm really sorry. If you want to leave and just like never talk to me again, it's fine. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So I get off the train. This must have been like yeah. almost one, and then I like yeah. run in the wrong direction. I had to like turn around <laughs> no, and run back. Of course you so did. The- me it's just like me panting and like running down the street to meet him like hair completely like frazzled and like running everywhere and then like i got there and i was i was like i'm really sorry i'll pay for lunch um and then we hung out until like 11 p.m wow whoa so wait whoa wait wait okay am i the only one that thinks this kind of sweet like this is a pilot yeah. episode for some yeah, show in dude. New York. No. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, Som, can you also remind us what your Instagram name is? Uh, it's Som Clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think there's there's something to that. You know, there's something to that, like quote unquote, like imperfect meeting, but it becomes like this organic thing, right? There, be- it becomes yeah. this like authentic thing because when you're like sort of when it's quote unquote imperfect you let your guard down and you become mm. vulnerable you're like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like i'm not usually like this and then you start like talking hey, about boom, i think boom. there might be something to that right so so what's going on there bro <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i'm just breaking uh, down just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome though that's great to hear yeah oh. wait so you you have your profile name is some clumsy but I've noticed that from your Instagram, you're doing a lot of um ballet. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Well, well, <laughs> a while. Yeah, I think it's what year is this now? 
the worst year ever like, <laughs> i've been doing it for almost like 10 years now Whoa. wow i remember you did a little bit well in high school yeah oh, so you oh. started in high school right yeah i started late in terms of like starting ballet i started mm-hmm. super late and then i got yeah. like i mean okay like once i like could make my own money i was like i want to do more classes and so i mm. did and then i got into point which is like dancing on your toes which is actually like my favorite even oh. though it's like the most painful part but like Ooh, it makes oh, you yeah. feel it makes you feel like graceful graceful and like like majestic super human yeah it, it just like you know everyone has that one thing that makes them feel super good and like mm. it's ballet for me oh mm. wow that's awesome Wait, is it if, if correct me if i'm wrong i think at one point you were in a dance company so, yeah, I was. Yeah, that was in college. I was in a dance company. Nice. Oh, nice. How was that experience? It was fun. It was like, it was the biggest group of girls I've ever hung out with in my life. I think there were 80 girls. <laughs> 80? <laughs> there was like 80 girls. Like, oh, why'd you sign up? Jinsu would right? love that. No, no, I was about to, I was about to, I was about to be like, Jinsu would love that, but he beat me to the punch. Uh, you yeah. up, bro. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was fun because we would um we would like dance together and then we would like put on a show every semester so i did eight shows mm. my during my time in college and it was just oh so this was from know, freshman like you freshman year it? through high school through senior nice. year i did it every semester and like i yeah. ca- i choreographed my own pieces i like like did shows at like different like i think we did a show at a hospital once like it was just like a really good bonding activity mm-hmm. for me and it was just like mm-hmm. you know like school could be so stressful that like having a place where you could just go and kind of like mess around was like awesome mm-hmm. nice that's true so uh uh do you want to move on to voice notes so sure answer some listener questions <laughs> yeah yes all right so today we have two voice messages and yeah um i'll just let me just start sharing right away the first one is from angel here we go hey som and the three boys this is angel (laughs) there i have a would you rather question so here it goes would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? Mm. Look forward to hearing mm. your answers. <laughs> that's a very Whoa. cute one. Yeah, that's... I know Jinsu's answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Why? What's, nothing, what's my nothing, answer? Nothing. Invisible. Whoa, whoa, sure. whoa. Did you, did you assume... <laughs> Something perverted, boom. No. No way, that sorry, the sorry. That's the first place that's... that your mind went to. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, so Male, you, you go. What would you rather do? Um, I think I would rather be invisible. But mm. because I think it, it's kind of something you mentioned where it's like this. Yeah. Was it like the Stroop test? What is it? Yeah, of like people test. act mm. differently when they yeah. know they're being watched. Right. I would love yeah. to see how like people act when no one is looking. I feel like mm. how you act in private tells you a lot about a person, and I would be interested yeah. to see like how different people like 
act. But that's a great do you have anything? Like. Do you have anyone particular in mind right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to. Yeah. If we're gonna, I mean, I would love to see what Donald Trump is like in the White House. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd have to be in the bunker though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, that that jab, jab, Wait, jab. Did you, from... did you guys hear about that hashtag though? Yeah, oh, that's such a funny hashtag. It's um, yeah. they call him Bunker Boy now. <laughs> Bunker Boy, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> after Rocket Boy, after he called Kim Jong Kim Jong Un, <laughs> Kim Jong Il. Which uh, one is it? I'm spacing. Uh, sorry. Wait. So I'm so. But do you actually want to see that though? I I feel like I feel like people like behind like closed doors are way more like. There's some things left better left unseen or unspoken you know what i mean does that does does that make sense that that makes sense but i think i I get your point yeah Yeah. like i would still want to to see see because like there have been some very like almost Mm. like absurd or like unbelievable things that people have said he said and i just want to like hear it with my own ears and like maybe if I could bring a recording device that is also <laughs> a invisible, phone that's just floating. You should bring a weapon. Okay, that was too much. Sorry. Do <laughs> <laughs> FBI. The phone is just floating. Right <laughs> <laughs> we have him, sir. Welcome, Chinese agents. Oh, <laughs> we will be taking your 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 bribe. You want now? <laughs> you want? Uh, but you yeah, guys? I don't think. It, Oh, was Angel asking us too? Uh, I th- yeah, you know, yeah. actually, I think your answer was pretty compelling. So I think being invisible and just seeing like behind the scenes of some of the like the in- industry and some of the decisions being mm-hmm. made, it would be really modeling industry. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't, don't piggyback off of Song's answer. What's the real reason you want to be invisible, bro? To find out the truth and fight for political freedom, man. I don't know what you're oh. talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, no, guys, no, no one's gonna sorry, top my Sam. not top my answer. Okay, what's your answer? All right. Um, so I would rather fly because I can fly to Bangkok, fly Amsterdam, Oh, yeah. hey, yo, you're ruining hey. this for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fly to Bangkok and give my parents a hug. Oh, oh. <laughs> and on my oh. way, I'm gonna go to Nate's place and get some bomb ass coffee delivered to them straight yeah. to their door. And he's not oh. even paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you then? Uh, probably invisible because I already fly being a goalkeeper. Oh, <laughs> wow, cool thing, bro. No, no, no. But, no, no but, yeah. Hashtag Q gang. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, probably invisible, actually, because then Whoa. I want to. You guys don't want to fly? I do, but I, do I also want, to, fly, want to go into restaurants and eat free food. <laughs> what? Wow. So, this is your chance bro. at a superpower, and for you, it's petty theft, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Just free food. <laughs> well, Poom, you went with stalking, so <laughs> no, bro, bro, bro. I was gonna say like Wall Street, bro. I want to hear the Wall Street. What you know? Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Right. So I think that's that's Angel's question. Yeah, that was actually um, pretty answered. fun. Um. Yeah. What's the next one? All right, let's move on to the next one. It's by Rina Sameshima. Uh, 
That sounded very disappointing. Tomzy. <laughs> um, this is a question to all of you. What was your most embarrassing moment in high school? Thank you. Bye. Oh. Uh, well, I thought she was gonna ask about my love life, but that's different. <laughs> no, she already knows that we're gonna that was ask. A question for everybody from Rita. But I think this is a good yeah. segue into kind of high school as well. Yeah. What is the most embarrassing? <sighs> I have one. All right. Uh, it was, but it's middle school, so we'll mm-hmm. take it. Um, in Mr. Clint's computer class. Uh, we were all on the floor sitting mm-hmm. and he was explaining some HTML stuff and right where yeah. there was a pause, I farted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really loud. So, and um, Alisa was next to me and she gave me a weird look. She was like, dude, what are you doing? And yeah. I have to sit next to her during class as well. So, oh, poor Lisa. She no, no. She had to sit next to you, bro. <laughs> Not the other way around, man. That's true. Not the way That's around. Ah, uh, for me, Jinsu, what's yours? I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm. I'm kind of. Um, kind of similar to yours, and but it was in kindergarten. I don't know if I want to go that far back. <laughs> Wait. So basically, you poop your pants. <laughs> yeah, basically, like I, we were like there was like story time, and then like I got up or like I was trying to get up to say something funny, and then while I was trying to get up, I farted. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> it was so sad, dude. Uh, but I think there's a recent one in high school, probably mm. a lot. Just being I don't obnoxious. know why for mine like. I, I remember this particular moment that I felt embarrassed, but I, I know for sure it was not my most embarrassing, but it's just what I have right now, right? So we were on the senior trip. Yeah. Then um, we were riding the yacht to the, um, the what's that? Island? Yeah. We were on a yacht? Oh, not oh, a yacht. Like sorry, a sorry. Not a yacht. Boat. A speedboat. Yeah. We were on a speedboat? Yeah, yeah. We were on a speedboat. Oh, I don't remember anything from high school. <laughs> How do you... <laughs> Dude, it's a problem, man. And I remember um, <laughs> I was topless with my oh, belly really? out and then just like almost like going dozing off, right? But I don't think yeah. I remember I was topless. I think everyone was topless, like the guys. And then Miss yeah. Jess. Do you guys remember Miss Jess? Yeah. The she was yes. just looking and she was like, wow, so you're really comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should have no, turned back and like this is no 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 don't don't pity body. me. It was, it was, it was prime athlete body. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. But... No, no, it's like were you MVP for for football, no, 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 for no, footy? No, no, no. Hey, hey, humble. But yeah, I was like, oh, that was kind of like yeah. good put down, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, I honestly have so many. Really? Like when you were younger? I I did not have the best high school experience. Mm. We can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We can get to that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the most embarrassing. 
Oh, it doesn't have to be the most, just like something that's, you know, salient or something that you're thinking about right now. Something funny. funny. Well, I kept walking into doors like all the time because like my nose would be in a book. That's probably, that's like the reason why I had the nickname clumsy in high school. (laughs) Because that was what happened. I would just like read a book and just like walk into doors or like walk into walls. And I was injured like so many oh, right. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That is where your nickname came from, right? <laughs> like you I remember you had cast on, like it like, yeah, like all, yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had like wraps on, like cast or like, yeah. like knee braces, like something was going on. And right? I think I never like, had anything wrong with my knee, but I broke yeah. a finger. I, I oh. had a second degree sprain on my right ankle oh. and then I fell off of a song tao onto a metal oh. bar and had Whoa. to get stitches oh. in my leg onto one year. Onto a metal bar? Yeah, Wait, like, when was this? This was, I don't remember. It was like sophomore or junior year. It was the year that yeah. we went to like the waterfalls and that's why I couldn't go in because oh. like my leg still yeah. had like stitches in them and like I couldn't get into oh, the water. I do vaguely remember that. I vaguely yeah. remember that, yeah. So you you also have a friend uh, in falling off Song Tao. I also fell off a Song Tao. What? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Um, How did that it happen? Was at, it was at Queen Circuit Center, and there was a book fair, and I went with my mom and my sister. And they have Song Tao, like, servicing um, to and from the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And um, it was full, so I was hanging on at the very end. And... <laughs> My foot started slipping, so I readjusted. Oh, no. But as soon as I readjusted, like um, the song tail went into a oh. turn. Oh. So then I lost my grip, and then yeah. I didn't. F- I kind of fell off. Like I landed on my feet, but my my hand was still on the pole. So I was running yeah. and oh. holding at the same time, and eventually Wrong the move. speed of the song tail, yeah, yeah, was greater than my oh, my legs. Dang. So I got yeah. dragged for a little bit, and then I let go. Boy, that's not oh, a good yeah. look for a keeper, man. Yeah, that no, is not a good. Um, <laughs> it was I mean, quite. It was quite a good role, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Mine was even more embarrassing than that. Like the song yeah. tell. Like so, I was like going home, and like to go to like where the Mubane live. Like you take a song tell, and so like yeah. the song tell was like parked, and I was like walking there, and then they started to like, you know, like go and so i'm like oh okay i can totally make it so i like run and then i jump on and then they oh, lurched no. and then i fell off and you know how like there's like a little like thing you could step mm-hmm. onto it like there was like a metal mm-hmm. bar there with like something sharp yeah. on it and i fell on that Whoa. and that's like oh, no. it's stuck oh, in my, my leg that that doesn't sound embarrassing to me that sounds yeah, <laughs> painful painful I do remember that like Angel or all your friends like one of the things they said to you the most was like some what happened at this time like <laughs> looking at your injured part yeah what yeah, happened I kinda remember this? that yeah like what yeah. again like you know <laughs> like the, yeah. oh. the injuries wow that's that's rough yeah so um so you kind of mentioned that your high school experience wasn't the best. Um, and it, that kind of goes against the guests that we, um, our friends that we have had on. So um, oh, well, let's, let's talk yeah. about that. 
because yeah. uh, it is it is something mm. that we should talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't exactly look back on high school with like rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the main reason why was I I'm not sure if like people knew, but mm. like pretty much all of high school I was anorexic. Mm. Oh. And so for people who like might not know what that is, it's like an eating disorder Mm -hmm. that is classified as a mental health disorder because it like fucks up your brain Mm. a lot. Um, So like, I mean, in like like, a breeding, like a broad stroke summary of it is like you are like very concerned about your weight and you're very concerned about like how people look at you and like what they think. Mm -hmm. So like, your self-esteem is like tanking and it leads to a lot of like anxiety and depression and a lot of like compulsive behavior. So like if you guys remember like in high school, like I just wouldn't eat rice or carbs or anything. And like oh, that was like the really? reason why. Yeah. Really? And like wow, I would so be very yeah. picky about like what I eat and I would be like compulsively like drinking water and like yeah. how much I exercised. And like even like how I like things were put together, like like how I write my notes was like I was so compulsive and like it had to be done one way. If not, I would mm-hmm. start over. Mm. And wait, and so, so like, when did this yeah. start? Sorry to interrupt because you were there. I, I was just looking back at old pictures that was it Irvi that posted it? Right. Was it Irvi like from way back yeah, in like first yeah, grade yeah. or something? Kindergarten, yeah. oh, kindergarten, right? Like you were there, right? Am I remembering? Yeah, I was there since yeah, kindergarten. Since, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when did this sort of start? Because to be honest, and I feel kind of bad about this, I, I actually never knew. Like I, I might have saw that something was like up, but I actually never. It never clicked for me that like you might be going through something yeah, like. To be honest, like, same like, for me. Yeah. You looked healthy yeah. to me. So yeah, like, yeah, like for the most part. So I, when did I, when did it start? Do you remember? Yeah, I like very, I remember very clearly. It was like the summer of eighth grade before ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, you know, the the obsessive thinking starts yeah. around that time. And then right. like in ninth mm-hmm. grade, I went from like 52 to like 45. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. in like three weeks. Oh. Yeah, and then like it kind of like hovered around that mm. area for a long time um mm. yeah like it wasn't something i wanted people to know it was something like yeah. very shameful it yeah it, it's like the when i look back on it it affected a lot of how i interacted mm. with people because like i would never want to eat in front of anyone which is like you know mm. when you're friends you eat in, in front of each other constantly so it like mm. really deterred me having mm. like friendly relationships with anyone because I didn't yeah. want anyone to know because it was like a big secret. And so like the, oh, when I look yeah. back on it, it's like I missed out on a lot of bonding Social time. Ending, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because. Like, Wait, so what were you doing during lunch then? Because actually now, now that you mention it, I do remember that when, when, when we were having lunch, you would be running around or like you'd be running back upstairs or like you'd be going to your locker was that like what would you be doing during lunch during that time? Reading. Reading. Um, sometimes I would skip lunch, I'd go yeah. to the library and do my homework. Yeah. Oh. If yeah. I did like eat, 
<laughs> you know how you guys played football? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like the ball would always like go off on the field and stuff. Yeah. I would always yeah. like volunteer to like go get the ball for oh, you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so, Wait. And you didn't damn. eat? No. Oh no. Jinsu was like, oh no. I was basically oh, starving myself most of high school. Yeah. So Where'd you get all that energy? <laughs> Honestly, probably adrenaline and a very strong will. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this then also because um, in the States, there's this uh, very, it's a big concern on students who do not get enough nutrients at home. Um, and when they come to school, mm. it, they, their performance in school drops, right? But yours, mm. I know it didn't drop at all. Mm. <laughs> like you, yeah. would, you would, you would be like, oh no, I got a ninety-eight, while everybody else in the class got some. Yeah. Some listen. You, <laughs> yeah. you said you had like a compulsive, like way of doing your notes, right? That compulsive yeah. method. I'm pretty sure oh, so many bumped up so many points for <laughs> GPAs of so many people from our grade. No, no, it no, did for, for me sure. for sure. Yeah, you had the best you know, notes. Hands I, down. You know, that was, I don't have many happy memories from high school, yeah. but that was like one of the happiest memories I have, like yeah. being able to help people study. Mm, like, yeah. do you remember Daryl DeCock's class? We were studying yeah. Macbeth and like yeah, no yeah. one understood the symmetrical <laughs> symbolism in it and i just yeah, like yeah. was like fuck it i'll just Wait, like hold what? study hall and just like yeah. taught like a bunch of people like after school what it yeah. was and yeah. i remember mr daryl coming to me after the test and he was like you know you threw off the curve like everyone scored a lot <laughs> higher than I thought and yeah. i know it was because of you um yeah. i think he appreciated really it awesome. but, like, yeah that is it was, like, it was probably one of my happiest times just being able to like help people like mm. study with like my notes and stuff or like if they don't understand something it, it's like you know it was something i could do for someone else and it wasn't something i was like obsessing about my mm. own mental health that like mm. you know it was like mm. a, a good distraction and mm. i look back on those times like very fondly mm. so, so so can i ask like would so when you say that you you didn't look back on the memories fondly, this was mostly high school, right? But middle school, it was oh, it was middle school was great. positive. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so I it wasn't an ICS thing in general. Like you, like you're from kindergarten to middle school, you actually had a good time. Um, yeah. But then yeah, once yeah. you got into high school, things sort of changed. There was um you know things happened right, and then that sort of sh your your mental health situation sort of colored the the colored the high school experience in one way, huh? Yeah, definitely. Is that, it, is that mm -hmm. the only thing, though? Is there anything else? I think that was the main one. Mm -hmm. Like, mm. I, I mean, like something I felt was that like I didn't connect with a lot of people. Um, mm. I mean, I'll, this is just maybe it's just like you know when you are having like a mental illness, you just think no one ever gets you, and like mm. no one will ever mm. understand. Mm -hmm. But like. A lot of the things that I liked, I just felt like a lot of people mm. didn't like. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I loved reading. I loved, like, talking about politics. I loved, like, mm -hmm. punk rock music. And it's just, like, mm -hmm. no one really really into that. Like, I remember people were really into, like, 
One Direction or like K-pop, and I was like, <laughs> I could give less of a shit about this right now. <laughs> it felt really yeah. bad, but it yeah. just impeded me mm. to like be able to like find mm. common ground. But yeah, yeah, like other that was just that was the main. It was just like it took over my life, and so, I yeah. oh, my time. I I remember one common ground that we shared was that you loved Harry Potter books. Oh my god, yes, nice. I still do. <laughs> and and I remember yeah, you carry that thing everywhere, right? Yeah. And I'm also at that time I really loved Harry Potter and I saw you reading um I think it was um Goblet of Fire. And mm-hmm. I was like, I you know, I love uh, <laughs> and you were like we, I think we talked like 30 minutes about Harry Potter. But yeah. Wow. I still love yeah. that book. It's mm. it, I I probably reread it like every two years, like the entire wow. series. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's legit. It's it's really it good a, though. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you know, that's what the whole point of fiction is, right? It's just like right. an escape yeah. from reality. Yeah. I don't read it much now, probably because things have gotten yeah, a lot better and reality but, is pretty great. But the book kind of transcends just fantasy, you know? It applies so oh, much yeah. in like real life and there's yeah, there's so many like moral implications yeah, for about, sure. like, about it too. And like there's a little case of like yeah. international diplomacy that goes on, especially in Goblet of Fire, <laughs> because there's like countries. I can get into all of it. Like like no, I know. No, for like, sure, wow, for sure. With the with the with the wizards and the the muggles and like the whole like politics mm-hmm. there, right? The whole minority yeah. versus like yeah, yeah. But but I don't know much about Harry Potter to be honest. Mm. I just watch the movies. <laughs> Oh, you, you didn't really get the <laughs> complexity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So you wait. So you think it was okay? Let's not get into that rabbit hole. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's, let's yeah, not yeah, go yeah, down yeah. this 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 so, hole because yeah, yeah. So real quick, um, I still want to know like how you functioned in in high school if if you were starving yourself. Mm. I mean, I would eat just enough to survive. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you read nutritional guidelines they say like the bare minimum of a human body is like 1200 calories and i would eat just yeah. that it'll be enough for me to like think and stuff yeah. wait wait and wait so yeah that's crazy though right like how how long did you do that for that's like until wow. like almost soft like freshman maybe a little bit of sophomore year of college mm-hmm. it started getting better yeah. so like six yeah. years Mm. Wow! Wow! That, that's wow. a long time. Yeah, but, that's no, why I'm like. Kudos to you, though. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you managed to stay relatively healthy, right? Because, mm. like, when I noticed, <laughs> like, you weren't like you you weren't outwardly like um, troubling, like like looking concerning, right? Like, I actually have um, one student um, right now that I'm actively concerned about because she like it's very obvious that she has an, an eating disorder, so. Like, I mean, how did you manage to sort of maintain like a level of health that was, you know, relatively normal, right? I actually wasn't that healthy. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. So, like, in terms of weight, or? Well, when you lose that much weight, your body mm. counteracts with a lot of things. So, mm. you know, one of the reasons why I was breaking so many bones was because my body was eating oh, into wow. my bone mass. Mm. Oh, um, wow. And like, you know, my skin was super yellow all the time just because like I had jaundice because I wasn't getting enough nutrients oh, uh, between sophomore that. year and junior year. Mm. Like most of my hair fell off. So like my hair was really, really thin. 
um and like you know there's a lot of physical symptoms that happen to you that you know this that maybe other people mm, don't know this. Mm, like that's very true. for all the female listeners, like you know, your hormonal functions stop completely. Mm. And mm-hmm. I will leave it to that. Mm. Well, like I, I just want to say, dude, like I'm re- I'm really appreciative and like really thank you for like coming on and 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 telling us this because it's it's really important to talk about mental health and it's really important to talk about it in a way that's not stigmatized you know to be able to talk about it because i think it i think it happens to people like like one thing that was really powerful about um what you just shared just now was i thought back to myself in school and i realized that wow i was really blind and ignorant to a lot of these things i remember dude I remember that your skin was slightly more yellow mm. than 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 the than other people, but I never made that connection, or I, I wasn't informed at that point to realize that oh, it might be a deeper nutritional like thing, yeah. or like I know we we noticed that you were having a lot of injuries and stuff, and we didn't really like understand that it was connected in a in a in a deeper way, or it was connected in like um, a mental yeah, way, right? Just, and it's really yeah, yeah. And I think so, mm-hmm. this brings up another important point that when we think of eating disorder, especially anorexic, mm-hmm. uh, anorexic mm-hmm. um, Anorexia. disorder, yeah. right? Yeah. The appearance of the person who suffers from this is super dramatic mm-hmm. as in mm-hmm. skin and bones, right? But mm-hmm. we don't talk about um, mm-hmm. the cases like, so I'm like, I never knew that that would mm-hmm. also be a, a form of anorex- uh, anorexia, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's important to important. For people to know and especially mm-hmm. in high school as well when, yeah when you start forming ideas that um about your own your own body right yeah mm-hmm. and how that might negatively impact you so i think that's important yeah. for high schoolers to know as well yeah really really appreciate that you came yeah out. thank you so much yeah, for sharing that yeah, honestly yeah no worries it's, it's really powerful yeah part of who I was or am mm-hmm. I guess it's like yeah. I learned a lot from it because mm-hmm. you know like when you have it it affects you in ways that like you know it led to me being very anxious it led to me being depressed mm-hmm. I was on antidepressants mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. and you know you have to like relearn how to think essentially mm-hmm. and that's why you know in crises like these where I have no control I feel calmer in a way mm. just because i've i don't want to say i've, I've been... dealt with shit like this but like i have dealt <laughs> yeah. with Mm-mm. things that are out of my control and right. i have yeah. found ways that work for me for me to be able to handle them wow how how did uh when did things turn around for you yeah probably in terms of the eating disorder probably like junior year of college I was really getting more comfortable with my own body um yeah. I started getting depressed which made me lose a lot of weight but mm-hmm. I think things actually started really looking up probably like two years ago like it got to the mm-hmm. point where mm-hmm. uh I was taking t- a poem do you know like cognitive behavior therapy yeah CBT yeah 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 so I was doing a lot of that and that mm-hmm. helped a lot and eventually mm-hmm. I was able to like go off my meds and be able to kind mm-hmm. of, you know, be wow. much more introspective. And like, yeah. I started doing more ballet and like, I was getting stronger. Uh, I felt good in my body. Just like 
taking care of myself really mm-hmm. helped turn it around. Wow, that's cool. Um, so Sorry. I have yeah. two questions. Sorry, Pum. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is, can you explain to us what CBT is? And mm-hmm. the second one is, you said you st- it started turning around really two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. You met your boyfriend two years ago, didn't it? <laughs> you, any, any, some positive credit. Correlations? Mm-hmm. Some positive credit goes to I was getting him. better before I met him. I will mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. I was getting better yeah. before I met him. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. I think it helps he to have been, yeah. a positive mm-hmm figure in your life it mm, helps a yeah, lot that's true. um that's cool. someone to talk to even mm-hmm. like you know your deepest darkest secrets yeah helps yeah. uh and cbt boom you can jump in whenever if you have a better way to no no, no. I, I'm, I'm actually curious about how you how would how the experience was for you like how often were the session and stuff yeah. like that so so could you just like explain what it was what they had you to do and stuff like that yeah so it was once a week and the way I understood yeah. it was that it retrains how you mm-hmm. think about negative things. So there's mm-hmm. certain categories like, um, like you know, like seeing something like a problem is bigger than it is. Like you have mm-hmm. to like ask yourself like, okay, is it actually that bad? Do people think it's that bad? Um, or like. Mm-hmm changing a should to a could where like oh i sh- mm-hmm. i i should lose weight or like i should mm-hmm. like be whatever like you could you change that thought to be like i could like everything's a choice like there's no mm-hmm. one telling you have to do something mm-hmm. it's essentially like mm-hmm. retraining your brain to process negative stimuli mm-hmm. into something more mm-hmm. positive right. and like you know for me, it worked a lot because a lot of my mm-hmm. symptoms were obsessive thinking. And like, I would, mm-hmm. I had insomnia so badly for so many years. Like I just couldn't mm-hmm. sleep because I couldn't stop thinking. Mm-hmm. So like taking those uh, sessions helped me a lot to be able like, okay, mm-hmm. these thoughts are not something that is bad. Yes, mm-hmm. they are occurring and I mm-hmm. accept that they are mm-hmm. occurring, but this is how I will deal with them in a productive manner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's retraining your brain, essentially, in a less extreme manner. Was it led by or did you work with a counselor? And like, during those hourly sessions, did you like, look at case examples? Or how did it how did it sort of go? So I did it in a group. So there were other oh, okay. people in the group. Okay. Um, I had like, yeah. you know, like one on one sessions, but those were more of like, mm-hmm. cry your Specific. eyes out on a couch. Yeah. Typical, yeah. very typical, but the yeah. group ones were the CBT and the, it was, it was so refreshing to not know I was mm. insane. Like, mm, yeah. I was like, why am I thinking like this? Am I the only one? I think that thought mm. prevails a lot in a lot of people mm. where they're like, I'm the only one who's doing this. No one will understand. Just being able to see that like, wow, other people are thinking like this too. Other people are facing mm. the same problems as me. It, it helped a lot just to know that you're not alone. Mm, wow. And, and yeah, relating to that as well, like it's it's good that you're talking about this as well, just in case you know there's some of the listeners that did or are going through the same problems, right? Mm. Yeah, there's a let them know that there's a light alone. at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and it gets way way better, like yeah. so much better. Yeah, I think that was a very relevant um, point, right? Because 
especially right now, you were you you mentioned earlier about um, you were worried about people's mental health being locked down. Um, the economic crash, obviously, we know is um, can lead to mental health issues, right? So, um, yeah, dude, honestly, I, I I'm really kind of lost words. I'm I really am super appreciative of you coming on and 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 talking about these things. And I think the way you ended it just now about how things can get better would be a very great place to sort of um, end this conversation. Anything else you want to talk about or want to discuss? No, just, I guess for people who are having a bad time, like Mm. people love you. There will be people who help no matter how bad you think it is. So Mm. just ask. I'm sure anyone mm. in our class will be willing to help in Very any way true. they can. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's part of why we're doing this too, right? Just to yeah. get everyone back in touch and just Reconnect, share yeah. some positive memories. Yeah. Also, is there um, anything you would like to say to the rest of the class as well? Stay safe. You know, mm-hmm. we will meet again for our 10 year you know everyone's going to get through this yeah. it will either it will pass one way or another it will pass mm-hmm. and yeah. i hope everyone you know are healthy and mm-hmm. are happy and even if you're not happy like mm-hmm. know that you could just send me a message. Mm. Like, I'll jump on a call with you. Mm-hmm. Just want everyone to be okay. Okay. Wow. Oh, that was, that great. was great. Thank you so much, Soma, again, for coming on. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right. Um, so make sure to follow us on Instagram as well as Spotify for this podcast if you want to keep listening to our voices and check out our other guests um just a quick heads up we have on ben talbot next so yeah send in your (laughs) question for yeah ben for ben Um, yeah what's our instagram (laughs) um yo i think everyone follows now so (laughs) oh yeah we should mention um yeah, if you guys have any photos or videos that you guys want to share with all of us, yeah, please send them in. Come because, on. yeah, it's really hard digging through old photos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's that. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> we are doing a pretty good job digging up old photos. <laughs> yeah, pat yourself exactly. on the back there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Pat it, well, I pat it bro. <laughs> um, and, and seriously, Som, thank you so much for yeah coming on our podcast (laughs) sharing yeah sharing your stories yeah and also everyone else out there especially in the u.s Mm. right now or anywhere else that's heavily affected by covid please Mm. please stay safe and Mm -hmm. hopefully meet you soon at the 10-year anniversary sure (laughs) yes all right bye all right bye. bye